I was uh, starting the show this morning, Bob, mentioning how I had a wild dream last night where I was at some resort and I was being chased by uh, different sized alligators. It was terrifying. And then the next thing I knew, I was in a fancy restaurant at the resort and they had pictures of specifically Dan Rooney and his wife, Patricia Rooney. Uh, both have, uh, you know, passed, but they were uh, there was just pictures of the Rooney's. On the wall. Mm-hmm. Just Dan and Patricia, though. Weird dream last night. Uh, yes. Jeff tweeted us, have you ever realized you were dreaming in a dream? He said, I have just maybe once or twice, and I don't know how my head didn't explode. Do you ever get one of those? I feel like I get one of those maybe a couple times a year where you are conscious in your own dream. Like sometimes I'll remember my dreams like I did last night. Obviously, I mean, chased by alligators and then the, in the Rooney restaurant, <laughs> that was, that was a tough one to forget last <laughs> night. I mean, the alligator thing felt real though. I felt like gators were chasing me. It was more of a nightmare than a uh, pleasant dream, but every now and then you'll get one of those dreams. Uh, doesn't happen very often. I don't feel like to people, where you're consciously knowing that you're in a dream, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, my gosh, wait, I have control of this right now? Uh, yeah, I can only remember one situation, and that's when I was younger and had the, the cornfield dream oh, that I talked about on the show before. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I feel like just, I feel like we have a handful of stories on the show that we've told so many times now that there are so many people that are listening uh, that when, when when we say the cornfield dream they know exactly what what you're about to tell. This was a yeah, how, how how old were you though? How old was what grade uh, were we in? I was uh, I was I was I think I was going into middle school or maybe I was just in middle school. Okay, so we're talking it like sixth seventh grade here, maybe. Yeah, 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 right around there. See, and I, I remember I feel like whenever we tell ahead. this story, I want I want to make you older every time we tell this story. Like I know we're going from like, yeah, you were probably going in middle school. Every time you tell this story, I want to make you older. Like I want to make you going into high school, then the next time I want you to be a senior in high school, then the next time I want you, <laughs> I want you to be a 30-year-old man <laughs> doing this. All right, go ahead tell your cornfield story for people who don't know. I just remember it being like so real and I was just in the moment and the cornfield was there and I, I, it was warm and the, I can, I can remember, like if I close my eyes, I can remember the, like what it felt like. The wind was blowing. It was warm and I, I just had to, I had to pee and yeah. the cornfield was there. And next thing you know, I'm, you know, I'm going in the cornfield and everything was perfect. It was like a beautiful day. The sun's out. And then, uh, somewhere in the middle of that dream, I realized that. It was a dream and what was happening and I opened my eyes and uh I, I peed I peed all over myself. Yeah. That was my moment where the dream became too real. Yeah. You felt the dream though. Yeah. You felt that cornfield. Like you've have you ever been in a cornfield before? Like you. Like standing um, you ever do like a cornfield maze or something? You ever been like in a cornfield? Like is that what it was? Was it the feeling of being in a cornfield felt so real to you? <laughs> Yeah, I I have done like a cornfield maze before, but I'm going to even say like this was realer than actually being it like this just felt perfect. <laughs> this was realer than real life. Yes, it felt just perfect. The wind was blowing and 
Next thing you know, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't at all. No. Maybe maybe this is going to be part of that uh, Field of Dreams Peacock show that they're doing now since they played the baseball <laughs> game in Iowa at the Field of Dreams. You know, the guy Mike Schur, who has done The Office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine and all this, all, all this yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, the good place, whatever. Uh, maybe Mike Schur, who's doing this series, this Field of Dreams series from the 30-year-old baseball movie, if you build it, he will come. Maybe this is going to be part of it. Maybe you can just get in a scene as they're walking by cornfields, just this large man urinating <laughs> in his own dream. <laughs> like, how great would that be? Field of Dreams, all the players are coming out of the cornstalks and then just... <laughs> This big He's like what? It's my dream. This, this big. Is, this is my field of dreams. What are you guys talking about? Hold on. You know they're gonna do one of those games in Iowa every year. Now they're gonna do the field of dreams game. Like next year, it's gonna be the Reds versus the Cubs. I believe it is. Can you imagine, like, at the beginning of the game when all the players are coming out of the field, all of a sudden this large naked man walks out behind them all. He's like, oh my god, how did I get in Iowa? I swear I was just dreaming. It felt so real. I was just peeing in the corn back here. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a different kind of field of dreams. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> feel the streams, dude. Turn feel, off the, the feel the streams. Mikey <laughs> and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. We are the Morning Freak Show. We have your chance to win $1,000 and uh, in a couple weeks, a full trip to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Uh, that'll feature Dua Lipa, Billie Eilish, Jay Cole, Coldplay, Nelly Maroon 5, Lil Baby, Khalid, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Kid Leroy, Gabby Barrett, Addison Ray, all part of that weekend, too. $1,000 and a full trip to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Your chance at that coming up around uh, 9, 10. I feel like um, I... I feel like I need to pay attention to everything that is happening over in Afghanistan, but it is, uh, there's not a lot of bright news coming out of Afghanistan. If you didn't see the news yesterday, 13 U.S. service members dead, 15 injured at the uh, airport attack in Afghanistan. Uh, the Pentagon uh, confirmed that yesterday. Local officials in uh, Afghanistan say there were nearly 100 civilian casualties as well. It's the single deadliest attack on Americans in Afghanistan in a decade. Um, not altogether surprising because the State Department was sort of uh, warned uh, right, right that attacks would be uh, would be happening. President Biden addressed the nation in a press conference yesterday saying we will hunt down everyone who perpetrated the attack. But my thinking when he says that is like, well, will we? Like, I thought we were done with war and we were just peacing out of Afghanistan. Like, are we going to send like more people back there to like get these bombers now? And then I saw there's like, uh, it's like, and I don't know, does everybody feel like, like I want to stay informed, but I also want to be completely ignorant to the situation too. Because I feel like the more I know, the scarier everything is. And uh, yeah, I feel that way. The yep. more helpless it makes you feel about what has uh, sort of happened. Or I mean, it's the same way with things going on in this country. When you start talking about, you know, COVID, different things like that. I mean, when you start talking about the weather and you see that you can turn on the news every day and there is some sort of e extreme historic weather in the country that's never been seen before. Um, mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a. It's a fine line of wanting to stay informed, but also like, 
I mean, I was just seeing, like, I watched the Today Show or whatever, Good Morning America on mute, so I just see sort of the headlines, and every now and then I'll read the uh, captions, but they were just, like, letting you know about ISIS-K, and I'm like, who is ISIS-K? Like, terror group in Afghanistan, isis I'm like, I don't, I just know regular, I, I don't want to, I don't think I want to know who ISIS-K is, right? No, 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 I don't, uh-uh. Yeah, you're right. If you dig too deep, it does. It consumes you. It does. It stays on your mind. And, you know, well, you want to be informed. It's just like there's only so much you can take in without it. I don't know. At least for me, it's just pretty heavy. Well, yeah, it just it depresses you, especially when you know you can't really do much to change the situation. But obviously, it was just sad news yesterday to uh, see that bombing at the uh, airport there in uh Kabul and uh, 13 U.S. service members uh, dead in that attack. What comes next? I don't really know. I don't want to really, you know, it's something that you uh, you pay attention to, you try to, you feel bad, but I also don't feel like I want to know who ISIS-K is. I don't want to know, like, I don't know. It's just it sucks, man. Like I said, you can uh, couple so many different things in with this. Like, as soon as you start hearing about it, you just don't get a good feeling at all. It's like, like I said, it's COVID, it's climate change, it's all this. Like, you want to stay informed, but also it's heavy stuff that there's not a lot of positivity that is, uh, that's in there at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe that's why when you listen to our show, we try to tell you things like blue whales cannot swallow anything bigger than a beach ball and uh, play snake farts because not only do we know that a lot of you are probably sick of a lot of the heavy stuff because you get it from everywhere. Not You can like not watch the news, but if you work in an office or something, you just talk with your friends, things like that, right. you get it from there right. too. Like, you ever like just be talking to a, a friend or a family member or something like that, and then like you're 20 minutes into a conversation about Afghanistan and both of you aren't even fully informed on it, and you're just like, what are we talking about here? Like... <laughs> crazy right yep yep 100 percent. all right so that's why we tried to i guess uh you know but i i feel like i need to mention it because it was such a tragedy over there in uh in afghanistan yesterday but like i said i know how people uh operate when it comes to our show and you like us to be the escape and we try to do that as much for you as we uh as we do for us so we'll try to uh sort of keep up keeping everybody informed on the big stuff a little bit here and there but also try to be your escape from the rest of the stuff going on in the world because the world obviously has a lot of scary things going on right now 96.1 kiss it's mikey and bob 96.1 kiss the morning freak show we're premiering the new halsey song i'm not a woman i'm a god at the top of the hour all morning uh, Bob off the air since I have been mentioning the title of that song I have randomly been singing Britney Spears uh, I'm not a girl not yet a woman off the air because I feel like that title is kind of similar to the new Halsey song so <laughs> Bob, I know. Bob has been treated off the air uh, to me just going I'm not a girl not yet a woman all I need is time, a moment that is mine. <laughs> that's what, what a I, jam, by the way. I what know. a good one. I know, right? I know. Uh, but that's, <laughs> since the new Halsey song is called I'm Not a Woman, I'm a God, I've been singing Britney. I'm not a girl. I am a woman all morning mm-hmm. off the air on the show. 
That's good. Every now and then I like to tell people what goes on uh, in between our little talk segments on this show. And uh, a lot of times it is Britney Spears. It is Britney singing. Nothing wrong with that, Mike. Uh, we were talking about snake farts earlier on the show, and then we were talking about blue whales. Uh, blue whales cannot swallow anything bigger than a beach ball. Um, another uh, tweet here, Bob. When whales die, their bodies sink to the bottom, and creatures from like a 10-mile radius come to feast on the whale until it's just bones. It's called a whale fall. Uh, can you look that up? Because... I've never really considered what happens to giant like whales, like blue whales when they die. Uh, a lot of times you'll, well, not really a lot of times, but I feel like most commonly when you think about whales dying, you think about beached whales. Like every now and then a whale will die and float on shore somewhere. Not usually very common, obviously in America, I don't feel like, but then Usually the way to, to, to get the whales off the beach is don't they fill it with dynamite and explode it? Or I believe the gases heat up so much, depending on where the whale is, the whale just blows up itself and just whale guts everywhere. But I want to know, Bob, and if you can look this up, that is it more common when whales aren't near the shore and you just have a giant whale that dies in the middle of the ocean? Hundreds of miles off the uh, coast or something mm -hmm. like that. It's got no chance to get there. Does a whale just fall to the bottom of the ocean and then just, you know, it's uh, it's come and get it? It's like a big treat for everybody? I actually have an answer for it already because you said it's called a whale fall, so I just Googled what like what the whale fall is. Yeah. You're, ama and, you're amazing, uh, yeah. by the way, at research, Bob. Like, as soon as I start talking about something, you know that I'm not completely informed or need to know whether it's a real thing or not. You're already on top of it. So is that like a real thing? Yeah, it, it pretty much just becomes a whale buffet. Oh, man. For, uh, for the ocean. Yeah. Um. As sad as it, I mean, as sick as that is, it's it's completely true. It just uh, it slowly falls to the, the ocean floor and uh, becomes its own like ecosystem. It said they just feast on it. Well, and then you'll probably get other deep sea creatures that feast on the creatures that are feasting on the whale. You're, that's why it becomes its own little ecosystem because mm. it's like okay, these animals are coming to eat the whale, but then these animals are coming to eat the things that are eating the whale. And it's just a whole big food chain thing that goes on there. Uh, you know why we've never seen video of that, Bob? Because we don't know what's in the deep ocean. We don't know what's on that ocean bottom. That's why this is, there's never been a, I don't feel like there's ever been a documentary of a whale just getting torn apart on the ocean bottom. Nobody wants to go down there and film that crap. Yeah, those secondary animals that swim up and feast on the animals that are having the buffet too. Yeah. Like those are the creeps that live deep in the ocean. <laughs> Those are the those are the deep ocean animals that we don't even know exist, and they're just waiting mm -hmm. for a dead whale carcass to fall to the bottom because then it's their time to shine. Their ugly asses crawling out of their deep ocean. I mean, listen, I can call them ugly. Deep ocean animals, get them out of here. Ugly, scary, all of it. They crawl out of their holes, just start eating the things that are eating the dead whale, and then they eat some whale themselves. Ugh. Man, dead whale carcass on the show. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Uh, Emily tweeted, Nolan Bushnell saw a coyote mascot costume and ordered it to start a restaurant called Coyote Pizza. When it arrived, it was a clear rat costume. 
So he changed the coyote pizza that he was going to make to Ricky Rat, but that wasn't uh, appetizing, so they changed it to Chuck E. Cheese. The Big Cheese was considered before mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese, but that was copywritten by the Marriott. Uh, Nolan Bushnell is also the guy who founded Atari, apparently. A lot of stuff huh. I'm throwing at you there, Bob. I don't know if you want to Google the origins of Chuck E. Cheese. Was Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> originally supposed to be? Hold on. Let me just let me just Google Coyote Pizza and see what comes up here. Oh, there's like an actual coyote. There's like a couple actual coyote pizzas. So, oh, there's a lot of coyote pizzas. So I, this might actually be a uh, a hard thing to look up. All right, hold on. Coyote Pizza Chuck E. Cheese. Is this a uh, real story? Man, now I'm just getting a bunch of pictures of old Chuck E. Cheese mascot costumes. <laughs> oh no. I just got I just got to an old blog called 10 things you didn't know about Chuck E Cheese. I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> might might go too deep there. Might go too deep. Yeah, no, the first thing is the the founder of Chuck E Cheese was the guy who created like old school video games Atari and uh Pong. Yeah, so wow, I guess he uh Really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, he hired Steve Jobs too to work on games for Atari. <laughs> wow, uh, Steve, the guy who created Chuck E. Cheese, put Steve Jobs on the Atari game Breakout to uh to to work on. Wow, I did not know that Steve Jobs like uh, worked. On, oh my gosh, the next the next Chuck E. Cheese fact is. Chuck E. Cheese was supposed to be a coyote. Oh my god, I've, I feel like it's a real thing now. If the ten things you didn't know about wow. Chuck E. Cheese has it in, I feel like that's it. Yeah, that's what it says. It says when he was first shopping for an animal mascot, he came across the coyote costume. Um, they could make it talk, so he bought it, and they wanted to, uh, yeah, make it basically coyote pizza, and then it was Rick Rat's Pizza. But then they didn't want rat in the restaurant name, and that's how uh, that's how Chuck E. Cheese started. Yeah, wow. Coyote Pizza just—I mean, we'd never know because it'll never happen. But it doesn't seem like it'd ever be a thing compared to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, but know? like locally around here, we have Fox's Pizza. What's the difference between Fox's Pizza and Coyote Pizza? Same thing, right? I'm just saying with like the, the animatronic band and like just. Uh, the playground and the whole Chuck E. Cheese vibe. I don't know. Chuck E. Cheese just in my head. It's Chuck E. Cheese. Nah, see, we would we would have always accepted if Chuck E. Cheese was a coyote the whole time. It would have been like, uh, you know, Coyote Cheese. If he was named Coyote <laughs> Cheese, we would just accept coyote it. Cheese. If, if they went with the coyote costume the whole time and they actually got the coyote costume instead of the rat costume because he wanted the coyote costume. If it was just Coyote Cheese, and it was just uh, coyote instead of Chuck E. Cheese. We wouldn't know. See, this this is why I love the Marvel multiverse because where Marvel is right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there is a possible <laughs> coyote cheese. That coyote cheese is. is absolutely possible in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where on the timeline we're all on, right? We know it as Chuck E. Cheese, but there is a whole separate <laughs> multiverse. There is a whole separate timeline where there could be a coyote cheese uh, in Coyote's Pizza. And that is a, a complete. Nobody in that timeline even knows that Chuck E. Cheese exists. Wow, you let me go a little deep on Marvel there, Bob, without even uh, pulling the reins in on me, right? 
I felt like I needed the Chuck E. Cheese explanation, though. I felt like you needed to cross over and tell me. <laughs> All right. It's not anything that's actually happening currently in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, man, if Chuck E. Cheese pops up in a Marvel movie, I am going to lose my mind now. Mind blown. I feel like we've spoken into existence now. They had Howard. I mean, Howard the Duck's a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The weird movie from the 80s, Howard the Duck, that had so many famous people behind it. And it was just this weird creation. Howard the Duck's in the MCU, Bob. I, who knows, man? They get a deal with Chuck E. Cheese. Sneak Chuck E. Cheese in like the, the one of the next uh, big movies. Never know, man. Uh-huh. Anything's possible in the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. Gone a little too I don't deep know about here. that one. Gone yeah, a little, a little deep. Gone a little too deep little here. Deep. But we all learned about Chuck E. Cheese today, didn't we? <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew announced that they are doing a collaboration with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. This uh, Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot, it does not sound good at all. But they have a bunch of merch and everything, and you know they're not probably going to mass, mass produce this. It's going to be a limited thing. Right. But it's one of those things that companies do where they're just like, they know that people will try this. You got to at least sip it. You got to at least have one can or something of it just to see what it tastes like. Once you know that there is a flaming Hot Mountain Dew that exists in the world, you almost just need to try it, right? Uh, that's one you buy, like if you go to a store and they have them singles, you buy one of those and then like something else because you know it's going to be just like one drink. and Yeah. I feel, that's it. I feel like that's a gecko trip. Like you're in gecko for something and then all of a sudden you see maybe they have flame and hot mountain dew and then you'll be like, you know what? One can, what's it, what's it going to do? This isn't going to kill me. Well, we don't know that it won't kill you. I'm sure it won't kill you, but, uh, then <laughs> no we, guarantees. then we read the Facebook comments. Beware. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. It's time yep. for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. Uh, Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. These are Facebook comments on the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot Cheetos collabo. They have a Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. Julie W., my stomach hurts just looking at the can. Tristan G., wonder if this is the cure for when people lose their taste because of COVID. Brittany L., all that <laughs> sugar and heat. Yuck, this seems like a really bad idea with some hurting bellies and booty holes if you drink it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany N., I've actually tasted this, and it's not terrible. It felt warm going down, but it did give me an upset stomach for three days. Okay, how can you say it's not terrible if it gave you an upset stomach for <laughs> For like, was three that days. a positive review? That's <laughs> that, that that, positive. If the most positive review is it gave me a stomach ache for three days, I don't feel like that's a positive review. Uh, again, these are Facebook comments on the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot Cheetos uh, collabo. John S., the can looks like a warning sign. Who is going to drink this butt fuel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris F., Headline should read, Mountain Dew has a new Cheetos-inspired flaming hot soda for those people who love to violently poop. <laughs> I mean, butt fuel. we all knew these were going to be butt and toilet-related Facebook comments, right? That's why we were reading them, right? Like, that's what we're going for here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Larice A., just when you thought Mountain Dew was the unhealthiest thing ever, they take it to the next level. Mark R, just until, uh, just wait until someone mixes this with tequila for a night and ends up fighting an entire town. <laughs> I mean, that's true too. I feel like this is a dangerous, uh, a dangerous thing to mix with any alcohol. And we'll end uh -huh. here. 
Mountain Dew, uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos collaboration, uh, Facebook comments. Linda Z, this should be called Flamin' Hot Butt. Uh, Kanye West last night had another Donda listening party at Soldier Field in Chicago where the mm-hmm. Bears play. You know, he did the two shows down in Atlanta um, in the stadium where the Falcons play and uh, did one in his hometown of Chicago. I believe he had like a, it's like a mock-up of the house he used to live in or it looked like a church or something in the middle of the field. And then, I mean, there were a lot of things that happened. Kim Kardashian came out in a wedding dress <laughs> at one, oh, I saw that, at yeah. one point in it. Uh, but I also feel like I, I don't really know what's going on here. I feel like he has a different version of his Donda album every time he plays it because uh, people were saying that they noticed like the Jay-Z song because uh, Jay-Z was you know part of one of the Atlanta listening mm-hmm. parties and the Jay-Z song wasn't on the Donda version that happened last night in Chicago. So are we ever going to get this album at all? Like, is it? Man, they're gonna really come out. You know what's crazy? Like, think about this. Think about what he's doing and going to these different stadiums and just like the money he's making, selling merch and stuff like that. He's like, he's making money, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. selling out stadiums doing this. I know he's got to put it out at some point, but if there's one person who doesn't need the money and is just going to do these Donda listening albums and then never release the album, if there's one person that would do that, it would be Kanye. To where where two years from now, he's still doing Donda listening album parties and is still bringing out different people. The set's different every time. It's almost like a different performance every time because this is different. The one that happened in Chicago last night is different from the ones that happened in Atlanta. And those two weren't even, they were similar, but they weren't even the same. Last night, um, he was with Marilyn Manson and Baby. They both appeared at his uh, Don the Listening, which, like, is, is Kanye doing that just for, I know this is a shocking thing for me to say. Is Kanye West just doing that for attention? Because those are two, what? those are two people who are just like on fire with controversy this year. Marilyn Manson and the baby both have had things that have happened to them this year, super problematic. So Kanye is just like, you know what? You want to come to Chicago for the Donna party, the baby and Marilyn Manson? Come on, nobody's really messing with you. Kanye messes with you. Like I saw somebody uh was just tweeting about it just like is is Kanye at the next one going to bring out like OJ and Bill Cosby like what's this, what's this guy doing like what's the plan here but I think at one point he like lit himself on fire too I mean obviously not real or he was in a suit or something like that but there was a big fire at one point where he acted like he lit himself on fire Kim Kardashian's in a wedding dress I don't know a lot going on but are we ever going to get the Donna album I feel like I say today that if, again, there's one person that can just keep teasing with this album and keep doing different versions of the album and never actually finish a completed album and release it like we right. traditionally listen to and stream albums, and he just keeps doing this until he just doesn't feel like doing it anymore, it's Kanye West. Now, as I say that, he probably just drops Donda today and somebody's listening to this podcast you know, weeks from now and just go, Wow, Mikey's theory of Kanye never even dropping this album uh, <laughs> really ended a couple hours after when he dropped it on that Friday night. So I don't know. Um, I haven't even watched any of these Kanye things. 
Uh, I just see like, you know, sort of clips and highlights. I'm just, you know, whatever the album Kanye is there. Loves. He loves the attention, man. Kanye He's loves Kanye. Got to have a couple more of these, a couple more of these things in him. <laughs> I a mean, more it, album release parties. It was on the Today Show this morning. Like, right, like he's right, got the exactly. power to just anytime he wants to do these events, especially if it's going to be Kim Kardashian in a wedding dress or something like that. It's going to get covered. And you're right, Kanye loves himself some attention. Kanye loves Kanye. So why would he stop doing this? Right? Why would he give everybody what they want? And just release his album because then that's just the end of it. You can't do another album release party once the once the albums are everybody's already listening to it. They don't want to see your you on fire with Kim Kardashian in a wedding dress in the church or whatever. And nobody wants to see any of that once he drops once he drops the album, like the everything surrounding the listening parties is done. He's got to milk a couple more out of these, right? He's got to. Uh, Tracy just tweeted me here a video of a whale carcass being feasted on in fascinating deep sea footage. I just watched it, Bob. It's incredible. It's just like a whale. I'm good. No, it's not. It's not. All you see is the whale bones, though. You see the whale skeleton. So you don't see like the whale being ripped apart at the whale buffet. We were talking about this earlier. If you're just joining the show of like, it's called a whale fall, where if a whale dies, obviously, in the middle of the ocean, every now and then you'll see a whale wash up shore. And like I said, the gases inside of it eventually explode or they blow it up with dynamite or something. You can't just have a whale mm-hmm. carcass laying on the beach. Um, but we're wondering, you know, what happens to a whale when it dies and it just falls to the bottom of the ocean. And then basically uh, wildlife underwater for 10 miles around comes and just feasts on whale carcass. And yeah, I just, I just retweeted a video on Twitter at FS Mike. If you want to see, it's just the bones though. So you don't see like, you know, you see like sort of the aftermath of it. Yeah. The fact that they pick it clean to the bones is complete nightmares. I mean, and there's still, there's still things sticking on the whale bones, just trying to like, I don't know, get any sort of nutrients they can out of it. I got I got something about Komodo dragons here, though, Bob. I don't know if you want to start looking up Komodo dragons because <laughs> I got something about Komodo dragons here, though. Sakri's tweets: Did you know Komodo dragons' tail whips are the equivalent of hitting someone with a baseball bat? Okay. No, I've heard that. I heard that before. For real? Yeah, yeah. Like they're nasty. Okay, I think Komodo dragons can kill you pretty easily, right? Like, a Komodo dragons uh, are yeah. something that you, you see, and that is not a playful animal. That is something that you don't no. want to mess with, a Komodo dragon, right? I always thought it was weird they had a Komodo dragon in the, the Disney show, Jesse. Did they? Yeah, yeah, the one kid had a Komodo dragon-like <laughs> pet. Remember that? <laughs> Jesse, yeah. Jesse, I've watched too much Jesse. Jesse was a real Jesse was like that was that was with Debbie Ryan, right? As as Jesse, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, who was yeah, the yeah. Uh, what was the name of the uh, what was the name of their butler? What was the name? Oh, Bertram, dude, Bertram, Bertram. <laughs> Is that your home phone ringing there, Bob? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just a one ringer too, huh? Uh. Which means it's usually like spam or a robocall, one of those. Sacrice continues here about Komodo dragons. Did you know when a Komodo dragon has food in its mouth and doesn't want other Komodo dragons to steal it from them, they will run headfirst into a tree so the food goes down. 
that can't be real. That just, that can't be real. <laughs> can you look that up, Bob? That seems, can you imagine humans doing something like that? <laughs> you mean to tell me when there's a bunch of food around Komodo dragons, like a group of them, and one Komodo dragon has has some of the food and knows that they have to eat this food as quick as possible because the other Komodo dragons are coming for it. They will take off and even run themselves, crash themselves headfirst into a tree so they digest the food quicker? It seems like an unnecessary step to run full blast into a tree so you can digest food. All right, hold on. I'm 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 all over the place right now because Komodo Dragon, the one on Jaskier's name, Mrs. Kipling, and uh, Komodo Dragon's tails, their tails are powerful enough to knock out wild boars and deers. Oh like, God. knock them out cold. I got to I gotta see video of that. Like, I, I've already seen video of a uh, deep ocean whale carcass. Uh, I feel like I need to see Komodo Dragon tail whips in action. Can you imagine seeing that happen? A Komodo dragon taking its tail and whipping a deer unconscious? Like the Komodo dragon has an unbelievable knockout punch. So that's true then, right, Bob? Like a Komodo dragon swing is like hitting something with a baseball bat? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Absolutely true. Anything about uh, their digestive system when they're trying to hide food from other Komodo dragons and run into a tree full blaster? Do you need some more time on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to need a little right. time for that one. Uh, Bob will continue his Komodo dragon research before the end of the show. It's the uh, Kiss Morning Freak Show, Mikey and Bob. You want more Mikey and Bob? The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Football. <laughs> Uh, high school football back in Western PA tonight, so that's fun. A lot of uh, people will be going to their uh, first co- high school football game of the season as that starts tonight with Week 0 games for the uh, WPIAL teams that opted to replace their second scrimmage with the regular season game, high school football tonight, and then final preseason game for the Steelers tonight in Carolina taking on the Panthers. Dwayne Haskins' time, he's going to be uh, starting and. You know, like we were mentioned yesterday on the show, Mason Rudolph and Ben are both sitting this game out. You know, Ben obviously doesn't need to worry about his position, but um, I think a lot of people might be reading into Mason Rudolph sitting out as just like, oh, well, he's already got the backup job, and this is just going to be Dwayne Haskins, you know, showing some things. And then Josh Dobbs appears to be the odd quarterback out there. But I don't know, because we brought up yesterday – the Landry Jones year where they sat him out of the final preseason game because we sort of thought he would be the backup, and then it was goodbye goodbye Landry Jones, so I don't know. It's true. Like, do they get true. rid of do, do they get rid of Mason Rudolph? Like, is that gonna happen? And is it just Dwayne Haskins' time to shine? I don't know. Uh actually somewhat of an intriguing final preseason game, right? Punter battles still uh, out there, long snapper battle, like backup running backs still out there. Uh, is Cheddar Bob Matthew Sexton going to get the return job? A lot of things going on out there. For it being the last preseason game, it's probably uh, you know one of the most interesting ones. I guess it's because of the probably because of Haskins, though. To be completely honest, the rest is I, I wouldn't really care about on a regular year. Uh, but really though, Bob, what did you find out about Komodo Dragons? That's where we need to go. I just had to get football out of the way, but I really just care about the Komodo Dragon talk that we have going on on the show right now. 
Well, I can. I found that they run between twelve and fifteen miles per hour. <laughs> Hold on, I just found um, ten facts about Komodo dragons. I need to read through this. Is the thing true though? If Komodo dragons are eating around other Komodo dragons and they don't want them to steal food, will they put the food in their mouth and then run full blast into a tree so it digests faster? Is that a real thing, or is that that, that might be that an I thing? can't find? Okay, yeah, so that, that I can't find anywhere. <laughs> but I, I read that they'll pretty much eat anything. Like they'll eat. They're cannibals. They'll pretty much eat anything, and they can eat up to eighty percent of their own body weight. So Komodo dragons will kill people, Nightmares. right? Like Komodo dragons, yeah, yeah, yeah. they aren't scared of people. Like Komodo dragon will straight up kill you, right? I I I feel like. Uh yeah, yeah. They're nightmares. They're they're complete nightmares. Uh, Komodo dragon can swallow whole prey the size of a goat. It takes fifteen to twenty minutes to do so. Oh my gosh, Bob! Sometimes a dragon will ram the carcass against a tree to help push it down its throat. The force Ew. it uses is so powerful that the tree sometimes falls down. Oh my yo, Komodo dragons might be a top five scariest living creature. Honestly, what a I mean beautiful creature, but also a complete nightmare, right? Like don't mess with a Komodo dragon. So that's a real thing. It's uh, not. It's not so much protecting themselves from having the the food stolen. It's like, hey, if a Komodo dragon decide it, decides it wants to eat a whole a whole ass goat, it's gonna yeah. have some trouble just chugging down a goat. So it might run into a tree a full time a few times <laughs> to help it digest it, and then also in the process might knock the whole damn tree down. Oh my gosh. That's uh, that's even creepier. Yeah, that's creepy. Uh, it also, it, I got. It also says here they get up to eleven feet long and uh, can get between one hundred and fifty and one hundred and eighty pounds in the wild. So and can scoot no fifteen thanks. miles an hour, top speed fifteen yeah, no, miles an hour. No, yeah, get it out and of knock here. you out with its tail. No, uh, so football tonight, high school got some Steelers football. It's Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. You got two more chances later uh, today, this afternoon, to win $1,000 in a trip to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Uh, set a reminder on your phone if you need to. One and five ten, right around there, your chance to win $1,000 in a full trip to Vegas. <laughs> I know I was just talking to you about this, uh, Bob, and I sent this to you yesterday. I had a, a friend, and you know him too, because me and you grew up together. We went to school together and stuff. But I had one of my good mm-hmm. friends who I believe is a teacher in Chicago now. Text me out of the blue. I haven't talked to him uh, in years, and he just said, "Wanted to let you know one of my coworkers. One of my coworkers is from Pittsburgh. Like he's in Chicago, and he said she's absolutely flabbergasted that I know Mikey and Bob from the radio. She's completely starstruck that I know you guys keep up the good work. I'm happy for you guys. And then I, I like text him back. Like I haven't heard from him and I haven't talked to him in uh, like well over a decade, probably. And I text him back like, yeah, Pittsburgh's the best. Like this is, you know, this is home. Like we, we love Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh has accepted our, weirdness in our show and yeah it's a great time and i felt like okay i haven't talked to this guy who i really used to be really close with and great friends with and i i I was expecting like well here i go i'm gonna get into the you know how are you doing and you know we haven't talked in a while and stuff like that and i got back and i don't this is probably just for people with iphones he hit the thumbs up on my text back with yeah pittsburgh's the best the city accepts our weirdness and he hit the thumbs up on my text to where it's like, hey, I read this. 
And here's my reaction, thumbs up, and that was it. So then I waited, and I'm just like, we going to go back and forth here for a while? Like, we haven't talked in over, like, a decade. <laughs> and he just hit me with the thumbs up thing, and I'm like, I didn't know what to do. I feel like once you hit one of those icons on their text response, that's right. Once somebody just gives you a reaction and doesn't type out a response, I feel like you're done there, right? I feel like that's almost a text ender. It's such a, a weird exchange, though, because, <laughs> you know, like it is you didn't engage. Yeah. And then you respond with like this nice, like response is just like, yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I just, right. I, well, I, I, think, I think I just expected more of a back and forth. And then once I got hit with the thumbs up, I didn't know what to do because then I didn't want to respond to my response. I'm just like, okay, I responded balls in your court now. And then when I get hit, get hit with the, Hey, I saw your response. Thumbs up. Okay. Then I thought like, wait, are we done here? <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a whole thing. Right. Like weird. this is it. Okay. Uh, what do you want to name yeah. the podcast today, Bob? We've taken the show in all kinds of different directions from, uh, my alligator dream with the Roonies, uh, to, uh, whales at one point to Komodo dragons. What do you want to name the podcast? Flaming hot Komodo dragons. <laughs> all right. Flaming hot Komodo dragons. All right. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, good, good week of shows or no? Uh, random. I think there was a lot of randomness, which I, I enjoy. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me go back. I usually we like to do this on our Saturday show, but let me go through, (laughs) let me go through the names of our podcast for the week. Monday's podcast was Bob gets wiped by a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday's podcast was pumpkin spice Spider-Man. (laughs) <laughs> then Wednesday's podcast was sexually frustrated hot dogs. <laughs> Yesterday's podcast was whales with feet. And now flaming hot Komodo dragons to end the week. All right. So catch up on the Mikey and Bob podcast on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, that's it for us, everybody. Have a good week. Bye, Steelers. Smile at someone today. Make somebody happy. You have more power than you think you do. Enjoy your day or night. Or week back. Yeah. HD Pittsburgh. <laughs>